again and welcome or welcome back to the Our Flag Means What Again podcast, where I explain, analyze, and critique HBO Max's hit show Our Flag Means Death, created by David Jenkins. My name is Courtney, and in this episode, I'll be discussing the fifth episode of season two, titled The Curse of the Seafaring Life, aka Steed Serves Cunt and Ed Serves Time. This episode was written by John Mahone and Simone Nathan and directed by Andrew J. Young. One thing about Our Flag Means Death, they're going to open up the episode with a bang. The way this episode opens up with Ed giving very much a bullshit apology, it's like very PR-like, not even apologizing for anything. He's like, I want to start with just a very big, heartfelt, warm thank you for welcoming back into the community. And the way Lucius rolls his eyes like this man is not going to say sorry, and he doesn't. The cat bell wow 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 who could have predicted that shout out to twitter user duke rose for predicting that but him in that sack wow and he's like oh thank you for letting me back i know i did a lot of stuff that may have hurt you i'm sorry if i caused you any harm like he didn't even say sorry though he's like any of you feel that i have hurt you in a way you know that was not my intention just everything but apologizing and he's like i'm gonna wear this super tight cat bell in this outfit and steed over there hyping him up like yeah he's gonna wear the bell like dude you are so unhelpful and he starts before he even starts the apology quotes on apology that shit was not an apology it was a statement steed is like you guys should know it takes guts to own up to what you did like oh my god dude are you even trying right now wow 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 he said i do care about my crew but 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 listen you guys i don't even think he meant to do all that he was just in a silly goofy mood like Please forgive him. He didn't mean all that. He's so real for that. You know what? I'll allow it. Like, is it messed up? Yeah, but look at his boyfriend. Look at who his boyfriend is. Yeah, I would also defend him like that. Sorry. He's like, he's going to wear the bell. He's not going to sneak. It's fine. And Jim's like, well, you know, how you made us feel was tortured, anxious, scared for our lives, persecuted, and Steve shushing them like let him finish i'm like no way he's shushing them really was shushing them he's like okay that's enough like let him continue he is so sick just a nasty nasty man real though that's my sister so i'm not even upset and that was the end of the apology i keep saying apology but that shit was not an apology he's like any questions and we're just like yeah did buttons actually turn into a bird or did you kill him he's like he actually turned into a bird Roach not buying that shit. He's like, okay, he's still sticking with that. And Steed is so nasty. He's like, well, I think that's the end of questions. We'll stop at one. Like, one question? Are you kidding me? Steed said, am I an enabler? Maybe, maybe no. Yes, he is. But is it really enabling? Or is it being an apologist? Exactly. Know the difference. He's an apologist, not an enabler. Through clapping and... (laughs) Lucius flicking him off. I love him so much. The title card showing Ed cleaning the blood off the walls. Wow. He was just doing anything on that ship. Like, oh my god, girl. You took this breakup to heart. Not hating. I'm not hating. Like, damn, baby. Is it even that serious? Is it ever that serious? Yes, I know it was not the breakup. It was a mixture of the breakup and Izzy hate criming him. Did we forget that? The writers seem to have forgotten that they don't mention that at all i don't know if ed was cleaning up the ship and steed decided to help out or like steed was doing something and ed's just keeping him company but 
it's cute either way. Them sitting next to each other and just doing their task and talking to each other. They want to be next to each other so badly. Like, stand up, my sister. Oh, my God. Ed's like, how long do you think I'll have to wear this bell and this outfit? He's like, when your probation is over. And Ed has the audacity to say, well, like, a day? A day? A day is crazy, girl. Like, a day. A d- He's not serious, people. I respect people that are committed to being unserious, but I need him to get serious real quick. Really, really, really quickly. Because a day... He said, um, what's that like? It's like, it reminds me of that line in Arrested Development where Lucille is like, well, how much could a banana cost? $10? Like $10 for a banana? It's so like outlandish. It's hilarious. Because girl, a day, a day after what you did? Negative. Steve is better than me. He knows how to handle it classy. He's like, until the crew feel comfortable with you again. And it's like, okay, so probably longer than a day. And she's like, oh, you know, comforting him. He said, one thing about me, I'm going to comfort my man through it all, no matter what. He had every trial, every hearing, everything. He's so real for that. He said, I stand with my canceled wife. He's like, oh, I know this is hard for you. You probably didn't have to apologize for anything when you were captain. It's like, nope, but I'm not captain where you are. And she's like, mm, I don't feel like captain. Them helping each other out with their little struggles. Like, wow, they're best friends romantically and (laughs) it's like well you gotta you know own it like say that you're captain and like mean it and steve's like okay he's like come on try it out and he tries out his captain voice ed is very obviously into that no i'm not reaching the way he does that deep inhale like and like not like you can hear it, but like you can see his body do the deep inhale and his eyes like widen a bit. Like, ooh. He said, that awoken something in me. We're not touching that. Good for him. He said, we're not going to think about that right now. <laughs> Steve's captain voice is awful. And it's like, oh, Jesus. He's like, what would you have me do as captain, you know, to mend my reputation? Steve's like, uh, he's struggling real bad. Someone help my sister. She's not too bright. He said, well, fit in more crazy thing to say but ed's like okay sure and he's like um stop pissing people off and you know there's things around here that need doing so do that and Ed's like okay right away sir and and mary got their thing and steve got their thing the girl said get it get it the girl said don't don't if you don't get it then you're not that girl ed's like that actually was better but you know you should try working on your captain voice and steve he is such a loser i love him he's like i will and then he starts screaming. He's like, that's my chair. That's the captain's chair. And Frenchie tells him to shut up. And he does. So he's like, sorry. Oh, I love him. Ed really does start fixing stuff around the ship. He's fixing the latch in the door that was broken. And he's talking to it all nice. He's like, oh, it's not your fault you're broken, Mr. Latch. Then he fixes it and he opens and closes the door. He's opening and closing. He's like, oh, that's good. And then he sees Lucius. Last time he opens the door and he's like, oh, hi, friend. And Lucius, uh, Lucius drops his book and he's like, oh, fuck you, when he sees him. And Ed is like, oh, I'm sorry. He's like, you see, I fixed the door. Nathan Fode, the man that you are, his comedic timing, amazing. Let's put him and Reese in more scenes together because their mannerisms and expressions and timing, perfect. Like... This is one of the reasons why I'm so upset that Steed and the crew like barely interact in this season because him with the crew is so funny, especially him and Lucius. 
I understand why Lucius and Steve aren't like besties slash talking right now, but still, you know what I mean? Like, give me something. Come on. Lucius saying, don't fucking look at me. Oh my God. I died. And I was like, oh, I understand that you're probably a little upset with me. And I'm like, huh? Deeply unserious. He is trying though, so not too much on him. And Lucius is like, are you kidding me? A little upset? Issues with you? You tried to kill me. He's like, you're degenerate. Degenerate is crazy. Like, okay, not too much. He's like, oh, you're an actual fucking psycho. You're sick. And Ed's like, well, if you get it all out, you know, maybe it'll make you feel better. And, of course, Lucius is like, there's nothing you could do that will make me feel better. But Ed, Mr. Genius, he's like, I will let you push me off the ship. And Nathan's mannerisms and expressions when he says, actually, that could be huge. Wow. They don't teach this in the schools. You know how I know they don't teach this in the schools? Because where is this? Where is it? Where's the talent? Maybe you guys haven't discovered it yet. I don't know. But it's there. And he has it. He's got the it factor. He's got timing. He's got delivery. He's got mannerisms, facial expressions. Like, he just has it all. Check, 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 check. He got everything. Like, write that down. Study his acting in the schools. Because I think the girls need to learn. They do need to learn. Like, he is that girl. He did that. Steed goes looking for his candles, and who do we see Izzy shirtless? Whoever the fuck told Robert to get shirtless to do that scene, you're on my list. Because why would you do that? I didn't want to see that shit. They said, you don't want his titties in your face? No. Mm-mm. I didn't want to see that. Thank you so much for that. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Love that. Anyway, Steed is like, oh my god, that's where all my candles went. And you took the good ones. He is such a bitch. I love him, though. And Izzy's like, what do you want? I'm trying to perfect the basics with my new leg. And Steve's like, your basics might be different from mine. And he's like, oh, you know, can you teach me? Because, you know, I need to be a better captain. Izzy, also a bitch, is like, yeah, no shit. You're kind of shit at being a captain. Not kind of, very. And it's like, okay, not too much. Their relationship is just when he goes low, I go lower. That and nothing else. They said, rancid vibes. I don't like this bitch at all. It's like, well, Blackbeard, praise your skills. And Izzy, pathetic. He's like, oh, I don't even care. He says a lot of things. But then he's like, oh, but but what did he say, you know, specifically? I'm like, oh, my God. Look how Edward Teach got the girls acting. Unwise, sad, and, like, pathetic losers. But, you know, they real for that. I'm not even going to hate. He's like, Blackbeard says you taught him everything he knew. So I would like to learn at the feet of the great. And Izzy says, foot. And the way Steve's like, oh yes, foot, sorry. As he laughs, ugh, you're a sick man, Steve Bonnet. You ate that, but you're a sick, sick man. Why would you do that? And Izzy's like, you know what? Maybe I can teach even you a thing or two. They're so nasty. Like, not one kind word said to each other, ever. Not once. Mm -mm. They said, I don't like that bitch. And good for them. They get to be petty and have their cat fights. I say let them. Like... Am I a bad feminist for saying that? Saying the girls need to fight? Because most of their fight is rooted towards a man. But it's really feminism when you think about it. Because they disliked each other before realizing that they liked the same dude. So, yeah, exactly. Didn't think that through. Lucius is trying to coach Ed on what to say to recreate the scene. Hannibal Core. The girls, I get it, get it. And he's like, okay, so you say we're having a talent show and I throw you overboard. And Ed's like, that doesn't sound like me. Why would I say that? He's like, because we're having a talent show. 
And Ed's still asking questions. He's like, why? And he's like, shut up. Ugh. Nathan, the man that you are, I'm so glad him and Taika have more scenes together because I was laughing the entire time. Um, People were like, oh, see, he doesn't even remember, so he didn't give a shit. God forbid women do anything. Also, he's depressed. This man has crippling depression. Did we forget that from literally two episodes ago where he tried to kill himself many times? In two episodes, he's had three suicide attempts. Do you guys forget that? Or like, you're like, I don't give a shit. Because if it's not my white faves, I don't care. Like, depression causes memory loss. That and also my brother was just going through the motions. That and he got hate crime right after he started getting better. Like, it's so many reasons. So why choose racism and hate? Hmm? I know why. Because it's not your white fave. You're like, oh, I love morally corrupt dudes. No, you don't. No, you don't. Because let them not be white. You're like, ugh. Can't believe he did that. That was so awful and evil. The show does not care. The show is the biggest Ed apologist, by the way. Like, give my baby some Zoloft. I promise you he will be fine. But anyway, him and Lucius are doing the recreation. And he's like, what do I say? He's like, you say we're having a talent show. And Ed is like, uh... And then he forgets the line. He's like, what was the line again? Lucius just tossed him off. And I'm so glad they did the shoes flying off again. Lucius... That man, he is unwell. I love him, though. He's like, yeah, eat my shit, Blackbeard. How's that feel, bitch? Nathan, the man you are, good, good man. He's a comedian. Real comedians are back. Oh, I'm so funny. No, you're not. Nathan Ford is funny. You are a regular common Joe. Like, you're a clown and not in the cute way. It's like, how did that feel? Are you feeling better? That did not make that man feel better at all. And he slowly, like, backs away into one of the trap doors that Steed has all around the ship. And he's, like, whispering, I feel better, as he goes back inside. Ed is still hanging from the rope ladder. He's like, Lucius, where are you? And Fang is rowing away. And Ed's like, how are you doing? He's like, oh, hey, Fang. I'm just hanging here for my probation. Fang is so sweet. He's like, how is that going? He's like, pretty good, I think. And Fang's like, you want to come with me? I'm going to go catch some fishies. Ah! I love him so much. They're best friends. They really are. They said, okay, Courtney. You'll get one best friend arc this season with Ed. And it was Ed and Fang. I'm fine with that. Ed and Frenchie and Fang would have been nice, but they said no. You can only win once, which I'm fine with. But still, like, damn, we can't have Ed and Frenchie? Anyway, they hang out. Ed's like, oh, I'm going to jump from here. I'm going to do a cannonball. And he's like, cannonball. And Fang giggles. Ugh. I love him so much. Izzy and Steed have their training montage moment. Izzy's like rope swinging, everyone gets it wrong. He hits Steed's butt and tells him to fuck off. The gloves, oh my god. I know those were a style over substance type of gloves because Steed fails and he's like, oh my god, it burns, it burns. He's like, the gloves were shit, that's why. And then they try shooting. He's like, men come at you from there, there, and there, shoot. And of course, Steed shoots the rope that holds up, I think it's one of the sails. And he's like, oh, I shot something. And of course, the sails falls on the crew. Izzy's like, this is insane. Like, this is really fascinating. You're really fascinating. He's like, oh, go on. He's like, I've never met anyone with such a complete lack of skill. He's so sick for that. He's like, okay. Izzy, of course, keeps going because he a nasty, nasty, nasty little shit. He's like, no, I've met better fighters, better everything, better pirates. And yet you're still alive. It's crazy. 
And she's like, you know, I think my thing is more being on the field. Like, when I'm there, I just black out and my body takes over. And he rubs it in Izzy's face. He's like, oh, I beat you in a duel, didn't I? He's like, on a technicality. He's like, might have been. I don't remember. He is so sick. I love him. Like, let the girls fight some more. That's the only reason I would want a redemption arc, so they could fight some more. That's it. But a well-written one, not whatever the fuck this is. Steed finds a ship. He's like, okay, let's raid that one. And when they get on, everyone is dead, and there's blood everywhere, and there's a ritual star on the floor. Like, oh my god. Pete's saying, oh, maybe they're really into geometry. <laughs> Who's the writers for this episode? John Mahone and Simone Nathan. Y'all are unserious. Like, really? Jim follows Steed to where they hear a noise, and it's a priest that's about to die. Jim translates what he's saying, which is everything there is cursed. They're all cursed, and if you touch anything, you'll be cursed. He dies before saying cursed, but Jim's like, yep, I'm out. Jim being super Catholic, I was both shocked, but also not really. Like, look who they were raised by after their parents died. Nana? Yeah, exactly. Who's shocked? People were like, oh, why is Jim taking this so seriously? Really? That was the one thing I was not shocked about this season with Jim's writing. Or, like, any of the characters. Jim being super Catholic? Makes sense. Jim shuts the door behind them and Steed finds the beautiful red jacket. Ugh! They should have let him keep that piece. Or at least have Wee John recreate one for him. Because that shit was beautiful. He kept popping the collars and, like, the sleeves and, like, twirling in that. I know that's right, though. I'm not even gonna hate because he looked good. Like, he had that shit on. And Izzy comes in like, yo, we gotta go. And Steve's like, oh, you know, it looks so good. Look at it. Watch the flow. <laughs> He's so stupid. And a man comes out of the closet. That sounds crazy out of context, but you know what I mean. He jumps out of the closet and Steve dodges and punches him in the face. Ah! We get the scene with him like, I did a punch. Like, yes, I know that's right, girl. Slay! And they're back on the revenge. And Steve's talking about how he knocked that dude out and found the jacket. And Frenchie and Ro Frenchie and Roach's friendship is something I didn't know I needed. Like, obviously, I knew they were friends, but I'm glad we see more of their friendship this season. Frenchie's like, ooh, that jacket is beautiful. Like, it looks amazing. And Roach is like, yeah, that shit is decadent. <laughs> and Jim, of course, not souring the mood, but souring the mood a bit. They're like, it's cursed. And they're like, what? It's cursed? And Steve's like, Jim, please be so serious right now. Jim's like... The priest literally said it was cursed before he died. So, yeah. They're like, you keeping that jacket is playing La Maracas with the devil, I think they say. And then they spit on the floor. I'm like, oh my god. And Steve is like, Jim, I'm sorry that there's only one pretty velvet suit. He's like, you're welcome to borrow it anytime. And then, of course, he's like, well, look at it. And laughs. He is so nasty and bitchy. He's like, anyway, there I was. And then we cut to him still twirling in that damn jacket, popping it and all that stuff in the mirror. And Izzy's there. He's like, no, you're going to have to toss it, right? And she's like, why? Then he turns around and pops it and pops the sleeve. He's like, Izzy, you don't think it's cursed, do you? And Izzy's like, no, but the crew does. I've seen men turn on each other and gouge their own eyes out because they think something's cursed. And Steve's like, it sounds like syphilis. He is so sick. Like, why would you say that? And then... Izzy says that dumb line that made me laugh so much. He's like, a curse is a curse. And there's like dramatic music playing in the background. He's like, and once it takes hold, then the music cuts. He's like, well, it takes hold. Like, oh. they ate that one thing. Like, okay, you ate that one thing. 
yeah, he was silly and goofy. Like, yeah, they ate that. I'll give them that. Like, you're not that girl or nothing, but you still ate that one thing. That, that one thing. Pete is being drawn by Lucius, and he's like, oh, maybe you could draw me, like, the steely lord. But Lucius is not paying attention at all. He's like, babe, you're not even looking at me. You're looking through me. Matthew, line deliverer of all time. And we see that Lucius has been drawing Ed's face on everything over and over. Like, he drew it on Pete's body. He drew it on a dog. He drew it on a cat. He drew it on a seahorse. He drew it on a flower. He drew it by itself. But it's not even, like all scary menacing look that ed gave him when he threw him overboard it's just ed's regular face like a beautiful man is haunting you why is that the gayest thing to happen in this show like that mind you gay sex literally happens in this show but the gayest thing is him drawing another man's beautiful face over and over in his book like wow and lucius is like you have no idea what i've been through and pete tears him a new one if pete is the one making the most sense you need to get your shit together He's like, babe, he did this to both of us. Like, I would cry myself to sleep every night. Sometimes I thought I would hear your voice. It was real bad. And this is like, well, damn, I didn't know you were going through it like that. He's like, yeah. He's like, come find me when Blackbeard isn't living rent-free in your head. Who wrote that? I need to know who specifically. Simone, was it you or was it you, Jonathan? Like, why would you write that? And he gags him. He's like, another thing. You always talk about how you almost died, but you never talk about how you lived. Like, yeah, get him again. And Lucius, no, he got him. Yeah. Jim, Oluwande, and Archie are in their room holding hands with garlic around their necks. And Jim's like, if we stay here and keep our hands connected and no one breaks the salt circle, we'll be fine. Polly, Jim, Olu is so back. They bring it back and get rid of it every other episode. Like, why but why though you know like let them still be together damn they can't have multiple partners shit anyway steed of course comes in at this exact moment almost breaks the damn salt and they're like close the door leave damn and jim's like spitting at him they're like shit and he finally closes the door like a parent being kicked out of their child's room and him popping the jacket again he pops and turns the jacket as he enters the kitchen where frenchie and roach are frenchie and roach are eating peanut butter Roach calls it peanut paste. Black men in business and entrepreneurship. I know that's right. I love Frenchie and Roach's friendship. Like, give me more of it. There's only one episode left. I don't give a fuck. I need more of it immediately. Steve is like, I'm glad men of science are on this ship and I'm not alone. And they're like, yeah. And <laughs> Frenchie's like, oh, Roach, don't forget to leave some for the fairies because <laughs> they make the bread rise. And Roach is like, yeah, I can't forget to thank the fairies. And Steve's like, I think you guys mean yeast. They're like, what? And he's like, never mind. And he leaves. The way he leaves, and like he turns, stops at the door, turns again, and leaves. Oh, I love him. Tell me why I just found out today that the reason that Steed was doing all that jacket popping and the twirling was because Reese was feeling himself in the costume department when he was wearing the jacket. He was like, ooh, this shit, you know, it's nice. He was doing all the popping and the twirling. And one of the costume people was like, oh, you gotta do that on camera. And he did. This is why Reese Darby is one of the number one steed apologist slash defenders slash truthers like he understands steed on a deeply intellectual level him and duke duke it's like okay this feels like a personal attack like obviously you got beef with that man so you love steed down but he does understand steed on a deep level um but yeah thank you reese darby for saving steed like he really put his whole reese darbussy into steed this season he tried his best with what he was given and he delivered 
except for in episode six and seven. That was unfortunate. But episodes one through five were giving, so there we go. Maybe episode eight will too, because they got them in that navy uniform. Spoilers. Yes, so yeah. Thank you, Reese, for doing all that popping of the collar and the sachet and the twirls. Love that. Frenchie starts itching as Steed leaves, and Frenchie has a rash now, and they're like, oh my god, the suit is cursed. But it's really just Frenchie with a peanut allergy. And Roach does this thing where, like, he shakes his fist twice in the air and spits over his shoulder. Superstitions and stuff. Ugh, love them. We finally get to see Fang and Ed. I love them so much. They're on their fishing trip. And Fang is chilling, you know. Ed obviously got to somber the mood. He's like, do you think I'm a dick? Like, damn, girl. Introspection right now as y'all are trying to fish? Okay. And Fang is, like, laughing. He's like, of course you're a dick, but that's not the answer Ed wanted. And he's like, oh, was that not the answer he wanted? He's like, no, I'm assertive. Fang's like, nah, man, that's a dick. <laughs> and it's like, well, me and you, you know, we had fun. I would chase you around with knives. And I'd be like, come here, you little fucker. And he's like, you would run away like, oh, no. <laughs> like, giggling. I'm like, oh, my God, Ed. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's so stupid. And Fang's like, nah, girl, I was screaming. He's like, oh, damn. Knife Parade is a crazy-ass name for a game, though. Like, really? Like, and it's so stupid. And it's like, how come you don't have beef with me? And he's like, oh, I did, like, crazy things to your body when you were out. Like, I really beat you up real bad. Like, crotch stuff, slammed your head. I threw you around. You were like a rag doll in my hands. It's like, okay, okay, I get it. And he's like, so you and I, were sweet. Oh, Fang, that's a good man right there. Ed knows it too. Like, wow. Lucius looks so good in those high-rise jeans. Like, costume department really ate this season, except for Steed. I don't know what the hell they did with Steed. They said, deossify him. Now, you might be like, oh, he got that new red shirt with the frills. Fuck that noise. Where is his drip? Don't come to me like this again for season three. Give him his clothes back. Give him back his clothes. This is nasty. It feels homophobic. Where are her clothes? She's naked. Where are her clothes? This is not Steve Bonnet. This is Steve Bonet. Like, where are her clothes? You know, she looks like every other bitch now. It's not cute. That's part of her character. Not her whole character. That's not what I'm saying. But Steed is so very distinct from everyone else because of the way he acts and also his outfit. It's a two-parter. You know what I mean? It's 50-50. And so when you lose 150 and the other 50 got to carry but the writing is giving bullshit. You see where I'm going with this? Like, I don't know. I'm so sorry. Give her back her clothes. Season three, begging. Okay, back to it. Lucius approaches Izzy. Why, I don't know. Everyone's just cool with Izzy now. They said, fuck it. He don't gotta apologize for why, I don't know. I do know. Writer said, the white man don't have to apologize. He feels bad. Ugh, something, something centering the white perspective. Ruined what made season one so good, which was that the way it talked about and dealt with race and racism, especially in a colonial society like that. We still live in a colonial society, but you know what I mean, like peak colonial society. And now we got the white man being racist, no repercussions, even though in season one, anyone that did racism was immediately killed or, you know, brutalized, not brutalized, but beat up. But they said, nope, it's okay when Izzy does it. He's different. Mm, almost said something nasty. Let me not. But now, yeah, I guess Lucius and Izzy are kicking it. 
Lucius is like, you know, it didn't work out. Me throwing Ed overboard. And isn't it that he's like, oh, calling him twatty. Weird. Weird. We ain't friends. Like, what's going on? They said, we got to speed run the arcs. Maybe they're trying to kill him off in the finale. And so they're trying to make us feel bad. I don't know. Fingers crossed. Yes, it would be shitty writing. But, like, girl. Look at the season. Lots of shitty writing. We fine. Lucius is like, maybe we should try what he did to you next. And Izzy's like, what do you mean? A shark did this to me. And they judging each other. Lucius is like, okay, making up fiction to deal with your trauma. And Izzy's like, not moving on is worse. No, babe. You're both bad. He not moving on. You making up elaborate stories to deal with your trauma. Like, you're both coping bad. Evil twin, evil twin. It's not good. But I love the way Lucius, when he holds the shark, he's like, I actually love this. Like, ugh. Nathan, the icon you are. Keep going, babe. Dee checks up on the crew in the dining room. And they're all, like, very wary of him. And they're like, aw, don't listen to the devil's suit. It wants to deceive us. Jim is so, like, oh my god. I'm not surprised how Catholic they are. But it's like, okay, cool it down a bit. Like, damn, I didn't know you, like, got down like that. Let me not, because, like, I would probably do the same. That suit wasn't cursed, maybe? But it's like, girl, look at the surrounding. This shit might be cursed. Not that the suit was causing all their misfortune, but... Can you blame them for thinking so? They're like, oh my god, look at what your suit has done. Roach is like, look at Frenchie's beautiful body, it's all hideous and scarred. And <laughs> Frenchie's like, yeah, my eyes itch. He's like, that's probably because he has a peanut allergy. Frenchie, have you had peanuts before? And they're like, don't listen to the suit. They're telling him to take it off. And he's like, come on, let's handle this like adults that are civilized and have a taste for fine tailoring. I can't stand him. I can't stand him so much. Like, I love you, but babe, be so serious right now. He runs away. They chase after him. He ends up back in his room. He's like, oh my God, those fucking barbarians. After he sees that they ripped his outfit. And Izzy, some reason, is there like, damn, Mick, what's that shit? He's like, a curse is a curse. And once it takes hold, and Steve's like, oh, fuck off. In the way Reese Darby says that, the man that you are, the man that you are, Reese Darby, I am so sorry I was unfamiliar with your game. I didn't give you enough, but you ate that. And Izzy's like, rude. Uh, hello, you? I don't want to hear another word out of you. Quickly. Never again, please. Ed talks about how he's done so wrong he doesn't know how to make up, all of that. He's going on and on. Fang gagged him, but he's like, do you think you talk a lot because you don't know how to sit with yourself? I'm like, ooh, not too much, not too much. He did eat him up there, though. He wasn't meaning to, like, you know, gag him or anything, but he did gag him a bit. And Ed's like, oh, not too much. Fang's like, I bet you can't even, like, sit quietly until you catch a fish and as like oh yeah you want to play another one of our games i got some for you and he's still talking and thank keeps shushing he was like shh and he's like okay you don't have to do that i know and he don't know because he's still talking he's like shh and he finally zips it he catches the fish at the end though so per adhd things i love him for that steed finally takes off the jacket why did he have to take off the jacket don't know why they hate gay people um He's like, you can all come out now. And he's like, the suit's gone. They're like, ah, okay, good. Frenchie looks awful. Oh my God, eyes swollen. He itching all over, red all over. Like, someone help this man. 
going from this episode to episode six and seven is so sad to see like ooh they were set up bad episode six and seven that's a setup nasty nasty but anyway back to the episode they're like so you agree the suit is cursed and he's like mm, negative to you it is they're like oh but it is cursed and why do they have to have izzy give him the thumbs up to say that he is cursed like they want the way they're fitting izzy into everyone else's role from season one and giving him everyone else's traits to make him a quote quote well-rounded character with development go to hell if you have to do all that to develop a character or like redeem them maybe they shouldn't be redeemed i don't know i'm not a writer so maybe i don't know what the fuck i'm talking about but i mean food for thought you know they're like oh should we like stab the suit and roach is like oh what if it bleeds she's like no we could just pass it on to someone else and they're like oh would that be fucked up and she's like no i think that would make us smart you know and so they do exactly that Jim and Oluwan, they have a handshake. Why did I miss that the first time I watched it? But I caught it now. I'm like, oh my god, they have a little handshake. They're so cute and adorable. And they're all complimenting each other. And then some dude tries to sneak up on them. And Steed gets to jump on him. Ugh! I know that's right. Steed Bonnet. Don't try him. Steed Bartholomew Bonnet the 15th. Yeah. Put some respect on his name. He's like, that was a warning shot. Do not try this pirate captain again. I know that's right. Mm-hmm. He gives them the jacket suit and tells them to feel it. And they're like, is it cursed? He's like, what? No. And they walk away. And he's like, no backseas. And that, like, finger-waving move as he backs up. Reese Darby, this man knows his craft. Like, let's put some respect on his name. Not too much, though, but only a little bit. Lucius and Pete get engaged. Lucius draws an image of Pete on the wall and then... Lucius proposes to him and Pete's like oh my god because Lucius like I want to spend the rest of my life with you he's like is that weird he's like no yes it's yes he's like oh weird or like you want to spend the rest of your life with me he's like I want to spend the rest of my life with you and they kiss and it's so adorable and Lucius has that Pete smile you know the one that's like reserved for Pete the one he made when he whittled the finger I love them so much they're so cute like, at least we have one couple that's still together, kind of, officially. Because Jim and Ola one day, they, writers decide when they want them to be together and when not. Yeah, I got your tea, writers. I got your tea. And Pete shakes his head. He's like, oh, I'm gonna kill you. It's so adorable. That's real chemistry right there. Speaking of real chemistry, Steed and Ed, I'm the scene right after. Ed is telling him about how he caught the fish. He's like, oh, you know, it's man against beast. I'm the man and the beast is under the sea. And Steve's just eating it up like, wow, oh my God, I love them. Oh. And he's like, and in the end, I prevailed. And he pulls up the fish and Steve's like, oh my God, it's so beautiful. What are you going to do with it? And it's like, oh, I'll probably just eat it. He's like, That's a good plan. And he's like, oh, I like your shirt. He's like, ah, it was a whole piece. But you know, long story, crew thought it was Chris. I had to get rid of it. It's like, that wasn't long at all. And that like little shoulder move face that... Steve does like well and when I tell you I screamed when Ed was like well you wear fine things well and then their theme plays and Ed does that little shimmy so like his bell makes noise as he's getting closer to kiss him and oh they kiss oh, I can't I can't I can't I can't I can't like I know I'm like oh they don't create new moments they just recreate old shit but I still gag every time I watch that scene and the moon again in the background, but this time it's realistic because they've grown. God, I love this show. But it's still not a full moon because, you know, 
They're still not all the way there. They're still having their issues with communication. He tries to deepen the kiss. He pulls like Ed's hair towards him, well, head towards him. But Ed's like, no, we should take it slow, you know. A fish doesn't want to be caught unless it wants to be caught. And he's like, are you the fish? And he's like, I think we're the fish. They're so cute. Fuck that up. Very next episode, though. But I'll allow it. Um, <laughs> And Steed holding his hand. He's like, is that okay? Ah! I'm sorry. I had to scream. And Ed's like, that's perfect. And then they keep placing like their hand on top of each other. No, it's Ed that places his hand on top of Steed's. And then Steed places his pointer finger on top of Ed's hand. And then Ed places his thumb on top of his pointer finger. And then Steed places his thumb. Then he places his thumb on top of Steed's. And Steed, like, you won. Ugh, and the way he looks at him. I don't know. Ed's stronger than me. I would have risked it all right there. But he a good man. They're like, no, let's do our thing. And then they talk on their way to their room, I'm guessing. Because he's like, oh, you know, I found out today that Fang's real name is Kevin. And, you know... It's been the boys in his family being named Kevin for years and years and years. It goes back centuries. He's like, oh, why do they call him Fang then? He's like, damn, I should have asked him. The songs this season have been so good. Because the one playing here is Baby by Donnie and Joe Emerson. Maggie Phillips, you have done it again. Like, they really ate that. The end credit scene that is probably a deleted scene from the episode, Cut for Time, is Ed, like, trying to be quiet and talking in his head and humming. And he's like, oh, you're being so quiet. You're the best at being quiet. Fang is sleeping next to him. He's so cute. And he shows that he trusts him now. Oh, I love him. And he finally, like, gets the fish on the hook. And that's how he caught the fish. He's like, fishing is happening right now. He's like, Fang, wake up. Ugh, so cute. I love him. He's just like me for real. ADHD. But yeah, that was the episode. It was great fun. Good times were had. Thank you for tuning in. Follow me on Twitter at Mrs. Teach, capital M-R-S-T, number three, A-C-H, and Tumblr, all lowercase, Lottie Matthew, C-E-O, L-O-T-T-I-E-M-A-T-T-H-E-W-S-C-E-O. And I'll see you next time. Bye.